altars of our God and King. Lift up your voice and with us sing. Oh, praise Him. Alleluia. Thou burning sun with golden beam. Thou silver moon with softer gleam. Oh, Welcome this morning. I'm so glad you're here. This morning is a family worship service, and we're going to do a lot of singing this morning. And just to warn you, you'll be sitting down and then standing up a couple of times over, so don't be surprised when that happens. And we're actually going to start this morning with some of our kid worship songs that we've been working on. Miss Joe's going to help lead it. 
feels wrong to start a service without prayer. So, Father, we thank you for being here. We thank you for the joy that's here. We thank you for your spirit that is here. We pray that it would just amplify and magnify and pour out all over this place and that we would leave here confident that you are with us and you love us a ton. In your name, amen. Everybody help Miss Joe. This world can be cold and bitter. Feels like we're in the dead of winter. Way on something better. But am I really gonna hide forever? Over, over again. I hear your voice in my head. Let your light shine, let your light shine. For all to see and start a fire in my soul. Fan the flame make you grow so there's no doubt or denying that it burns so brightly everyone around can see that it's you that it's you that we need to start a fire in me you only need a spark to start a whole place it only takes a little faith let us start right here in this city These old walls will never be the same Over and over again I hear your voice in my head They need to go, I need to go Spirit, won't you fall on my heart now and Start a fire in my soul Land the flame and make it grow So there's no doubt or denying Let it burn so bright Everyone around can see that it's you, that it's you that we need to start a fire in me. You are the fire, you are the flame, you are the light on the darkest day. We have the hope, we bear your name, carry the news that you have come to say. Only Start a fire in my soul, fan the flame and make it grow. So there's no doubt or denying that it burns so brightly. Everyone around can see that it's you, that it's you that we need to start a fire in me. You are the fire, you are the flame, you are the light on the darkest day. Start a fire in me. I think the kids can come up and help me with this one. If some can stand right here and some over here, we're going to sing Joy in the House of the Lord. Yes. So you guys know this one. Some of you are like, is there joy in the house of the Lord? Yes.
worship the God who was. We worship the God who is. We worship the God who evermore will be. He opened the prison doors. He parted the raging sea. My God, he holds the victory. There's joy in the house of the Lord. There's joy in the house of the Lord today. who always makes a way hallelujah cause he hung up on that cross then he rose up from that grave my God still rolling stones away there's joy in the house of the Lord there's joy in the house of the Lord today and we won't be quiet was awesome. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, I'm going to have Jesse and Moses come up. Is Jesse in here yet? Maybe. I'll have Moses come up. <laughs> and while Moses is coming up, if you haven't noticed, I have put some rockers in here. We're having an awesome baby boom. Our church is growing in so many ways, and we value being able to worship in here as a full family. So if you have young ones, please take advantage. There's some here. There's some in the fireside room. Here comes Jesse. Um, yeah, enjoy so you can worship 
with us. Yeah, oh yeah, you can all sit down now. <laughs> oh yeah. All right, so we thought, let's have a fall festival. This is a great idea. But actually, let's have the students plan all of it. And so that's what we're doing. We're going to have the students plan all of it. So I have Moses up here, and he's going to tell you a few of the things that you might see at our fall festival, what they're planning. So Moses, take it away. Yes. So Fall Fest is going to be super fun. We're going to have a dinner there. There's going to be pin something on the turkey. We're not sure yet. can be a beak, a tail, open to suggestions. Um, there's going to be some sort of apple flinging device, whether it is a slingshot or a trebuchet, we do not know, but it will probably be there. There will also be a showing of a movie whenever it gets dark, and yeah. This is perfect. This is what you could expect. Uh, if you guys want to be comfy while watching an outside movie, like bring a lawn chair. That'd be a great idea. Um, Otherwise, yeah, come and hang out. We're going to have a great time. Lots of arts and crafts for the kids, and uh, we would love to see you guys all there and uh, enjoy some, I think it's chili. I think so. Chili. We're going to enjoy some chili together as some food. Um, otherwise, thank you for coming up. Um, we want to also introduce you guys to some missionaries. Their names are uh, Stephen and so uh, Young Lee. Uh, you guys could come on up. And, uh, yeah, I want them to just talk about what they're doing. Give them a warm welcome. Yes, absolutely. Uh, just wanted to let them to, to talk about what, they're, what God's been doing in their life. And, yeah, this is going to be great. Good morning. It's good to be here and dancing together with you. I, you know, I think... I have a stiff body. So his youngly always say, no, you cannot dance. I never. I praise his dance. He does balloon dance so well. Balloon. <laughs> so it's good to Fair be here. Necessity. Yeah, my name is Stephen Youngly Chandra. We serve with EFCA Rich Global. It's our, the mission arm of our denomination. And I serve as the director for Asia. So my role is uh, we have 100 missionaries. Uh, in Asia, so I give leadership to them and, uh, and work together with them is, is joy. We live in Malaysia. Anybody knows where Malaysia is? Wow, that is good. The first service, like only four probably, like it's Malaysia. It's, so we live in Malaysia, so it's good to be here. Yeah, and uh, Stephen and I been married for 26 years and we have two um, young men, our boys. They are already grown to be 24 and 20, almost 21 years old. One in the East Coast just got married three months ago. Yeah. Jonathan and Taylor get married and Joseph, our younger one, is in the West Coast. So our sons got the coast. You're, you're guarding your coast. <laughs> And they are as far as from east east to the west. And we live in Malaysia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, Asia is very, very big continent. I think probably 70% or 65% of the world population over there. 
So uh, people come to me and say like, so Stephen, can you tell me like, what do you see in Asia? Where do you see God at work? Now today I'm going to share with you how God is at work strongly in a country called Indonesia. Anybody knows? Yeah. Indonesia is the fourth largest country in the world with 270 million people, just 50 million shy of the United States of America. And out of 270 million in Indonesia, 210 million are Muslims. So this is the largest Muslim country in the world. Now, how we see God is at work? Uh, many, many years ago, God allowed me to start a uh, ministry among Muslims in Indonesia, among other uh, things that is happening. Um, and uh, what we did together was like we recruit, train, and send church planters. And the church planter would go to different Muslim communities in different parts of Indonesia to live with them and ministry to them. We call our ministry is incarnational ministry, modeling Jesus' life incarnate and live with us. So what it is is that those church planters and the family, if they're family, would live and share their life with the people. So the concept is that if God transform you, you know, and you receive the living water that will flow out of your life, it's not out of my mouth, but is it out of my heart? You know, in Muslim community and also like in other places, people don't like to hear only. You know, talk is cheap. So they want to see, they want to experience. If you say that you love me, you model. So what is, what is, what is, what is it that's so different about you? So these are the wonderful servants of God who live in the midst of community, and so often they are the only believers in the community. They open their uh, life, they open their house. You know, like when in Muslim community, when you invite people to come to your house and know that you are not Muslim, they don't want, because they don't want you to serve something that is not clean. They want to know how you prepare the food. So that means that you have to invite you know, the, the spouses, the wife, to come and cook and prepare the food together so they know that the food is clean. It's not, because pork is not considered clean, the way you, you slaughter the animal have to be in a certain way to be, in order to be considered clean. So then, through the life, sharing of life, through the relationship, people open up, you have their ears, so then we can share the love of Christ to them. And slowly, and they, when they are respond to the gospel, they will get together in a small community. We call that house churches. They have get together three, four, five, six, seven, get together, study the Bible. Can be in places where no songs, no building, it's just houses. So these are kind of the product of the ministry among Muslims. So we are seeing now a 
hundreds of house churches that reproduce because once they have the community, they will share to other people. So this is the, the kind of thing that I want to share with you. And you remember us, Stephen, Yong Lee come here sharing. Remember about Indonesia. Remember about how to share love and love of Jesus that is coming from their life, flowing through the people's heart. Then you can pray for all of us. Thank you, and good to be here. We thank you this morning, Father, for um, the testimony of what you're doing, not just here in this place, but all over the world. We are grateful for your faithfulness every single day. Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not thy compassions, they fail. 
are good and all things perfect. I can trust your promise. Never seen you turn away. You have loved me undeserving. I have seen your mercy. Follow me all my days. Yes. Sing that again. You are good in all things perfect. I can trust your promise. I've never seen you turn away. You have loved me undeserving. I have seen your mercy follow me all my days. Oh, it doesn't make sense how your love is so good. Call me your friend and I thought I was too far gone. Now I know you're never gonna let me. good. You can only be good. Can't be anything else. Can't be anything else. You are good. You can only be good. Can't be anything else. Can't be anything It's always 2020. I can look behind me and see just how far I've come. Save me from the brink of falling. There's the shutting doors before me. Now I see all the good you've done. When it doesn't make sense and the future's unsure. Look at my past and I see you there all along So I know you're never gonna let me
sweet moment you can take a seat young Lee and Carol are going to come up and young Lee is going to share about this beautiful thing right here good morning <laughs> I'm so glad we can be here today and um, I've known young Lee for a while and I wanted to ask her first God has made you a beautiful sister in Christ, but he has also made you an artist. He has put in you his creative DNA. Can you talk about that journey? Yeah, actually, right, I'm an artist, and <laughs> I'm a missionary artist, I'm a Christian artist, whatever name you give. Anyway, we are children of God, right? Mm -hmm. And he gave me this gift of art, that I've been artist since very young, mm -hmm. and I majored art in um, in the university too. But like looking back in my life journey, art was my either at some point, and God took me through very gentle detour for me to create um, more freely in all those years. Because like when I realized that I Art was more important than God, and it was my either. I turned back and looking at the clouds and saying, God, I can give up whatever is important for me. I can even give up my art. And so after we married, it's, uh, that my creating uh, journey has been very passive and kind of a smaller scale, try to make it. I do it very carefully. I won't make it as either again. But then God has redeemed all those pieces in the past two years. So I feel like I was kind of put, it, put this in small aquarium in terms of my creating life, that I was comfortable. It was my comfort zone. I create, serve the church, serve in the missions. But then my creating part has never been free. But then kind of, I feel like I'm a fish jump over the aquarium and, and experience this vast river and the ocean God has created and God meant for me to be in that and, and enjoy this freshness of the river. So this kind of short journey of my artist life. <laughs> That's good. Mm. Can, you, um, can you describe and tell us how the process, how God um, brought you to this different place in these two years, any kind of scriptures, or mm -hmm. what, were, what were some of the stepping stones? Mm -hmm. So um, this is a small postcard here. I saw actually, a Im yeah, that's the image that um, I, c I made eight years ago, mm -hmm. that with a vision that I received that, it was like a 
three-dimensional, uh, 3D motion picture with some additional things like the sensory experience that I was praying for my healing because I was sick with no clear reason and just laying on the bed for three days and just woke up and pray for my healing. And I, when I open my Bible and pray, God lead me through Ezekiel 47. That's the journey of the river. Where the river starts is the threshold of the temple, and it was very little trickling water down from there. And it was just ankle deep and goes deeper a little bit like knee deep. And it goes deeper and wider. No one could swim across. And wherever that river reaches, in the reference it says Dead Sea, and all creatures live and prosper. And as the river flow by the both sides of the river bank, trees grow and bear fruits and yield every season, and the fruits for food and the leaves for healing. And I paused there, I just, I received my healing, but I knew that that's not only for my personal healing, but there's the healing that Jesus has given to the nations. And it just like came to my mind, God showed me is how, uh, how much he longed for his people to come and know him, is that our Father God just like keep teaching us, like keep teaching human being, but we turn back and then like keep sinning. And there was no other way, but he had to open his chest, cut, and like taking his heart out and show it to us. I see that as Jesus died on the cross and the heaven and earth shook, and that's the moment that our Father God took his heart because it's the only way and showing it to us Look how my heart is pumping towards you. This is my heart. And that's the word that we call treasure hold of the temple, the river trickle down and flow. So as you see, this red part is the blood of Jesus shed on the cross that I use a lot of red yarn here. This is anchoring this whole river as the river goes down uh, deeper and wider. So, and, and God has affirmed the vision through Revelation 22, which is the last chapter of the Bible. And you will see there, the lamb is sitting on the throne, and the river flowing in the holy city is reflecting the perfect, crystal clear glory of the lamb sitting on the throne. And that's where we will all be. So this is what it was so just overwhelmingly beautiful and exciting vision. Then... I tried to make it, put it down into little card as a prayer logo by prayer. And then we'll all see by prayer, we'll all see the crystal clear glory one day. But I wasn't, as an artist, I wasn't fulfilled with that. Like I thought there's something else, some more, some more things. But it didn't really come out for this whole over six years of time until the COVID hit and then we are in the restricted space. So um, as I ask you to share with each of us, what is your heart for us? What would you like us to take away from this um, um, in your sharing this piece? Is, there, is mm -hmm. there something, your heart's desire, what's your heart's desire for the body? 
Yeah, actually that restricted place I just told you was, um, there was no space for me to create. It was temporary living situation in California, so there was no room. But then God showed me the balcony open door area with a lot of light and dusty and noisy. And so this actually material, probably you, you brought some, a little piece of it when you enter into this uh, room. This made out of a very thin paper called hanji. Uh, it's a Korean traditional paper made out of mulberry bark. And it's a, this my tradition. I was born and raised up in Seoul, Korea. And that as I touch it, and then I also remember the tradition of the church where uh, we created um, stained glass. <laughs> and it's this beautiful color actually shows because of the light come from behind, and that we see the light through these uh, pieces of stained glasses. And so that kind of those two things come together for me that I was creating like stained glass. And that I realized oh, this is actually part of the river. And then I create and make more and more, spend time with the Lord. There I found out. It happened to be flow out, actually flow out of myself and flow out through the studio. And it has to flow out to wired and open spaces and flow out to uh, different parts of our community. So this, I think my part probably I can share as an artist. But I, I, what I really uh, long for as I share this is that we all receive, as we come to Christ, we all receive this fresh living water flow from himself. And how we confess that my cup overflow, and how we confess that as we come around this communion table, our table overflow, mm -hmm. and how we, we confess that as we walk even away from this room, the water keep flowing with us. We become the part of the river. That's what I'm longing to see, and we may see that all together later in Revelation 22 says that crystal clear glory reflected on the river, and we may reflect that glory of the Lord. Amen. Thank you. And thinking of the river and the life flowing out of the cross that we have, we're going to take a moment of reflection. I hope this is my, yeah, it's going. A moment of reflection in communion together. Um, the river flew, flowed out of our Lord Jesus 2,000 years ago in an upper room in Jerusalem and Israel and now through the world. And it's amazing this morning as I think that river flowed through Indonesia. As Stephen mentioned, he really didn't say. He's third generation Indonesian. So when he talks about Indonesia, he knows what he's talking about. Um, and of course, Young Lee, she mentioned that, uh, is I don't know how many generations. She's Korean, so <laughs> Korean, Korean. So there. And so it's wonderful to think about how the river flowed out of Jerusalem through Jesus Christ and to the ends of the earth, Korea, Indonesia. So this morning we have a moment to reflect on that gift and I'm going to ask 
Carol to read the first verse that we have. Um, this comes from John 7. This is Jesus speaking, and he says, Anyone who's thirsty may come to me. Anyone who believes in me may come and drink. For the scriptures are, declare that rivers of living water will flow from his heart. Thank you. In the upper room, Jesus took the bread and broke it, and he said, this is my body broken for you. Take this and eat, doing it in remembrance of me. And that's what we do this morning. Our communion is open to anybody who has accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, and children also, as they've been uh, nurtured in the way of the Lord through their parents, have this opportunity also. So... Let's remember and reflect on the death of Jesus Christ that poured out for us so that we can live together with him now and through eternity. So take and eat in remembrance of Jesus' body broken for us. John six thirty two. I tell you the truth. Um, no, John's... John 6, 35, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry again. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty again. Father, thank you that your son made this proclamation to us. Thank you for that promise that he is the bread of life and whoever comes to him will never be hungry again. Thank you for filling us. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. We read in the same way that Jesus took the bread and broke it. He took the cup and told his disciples that this was the blood of the new covenant, the new relationship that we have in Jesus Christ. His blood poured out for us for the remission of sin so that we can stand now before the very presence of God, blameless, Amazing as that is, knowing who we are and where we've come from, that we have this privilege. And so take and drink in remembrance of Christ's blood shed for you. John 6, Jesus says, I tell you the truth. Unless you eat my flesh, the Son of Man, and drink the blood, my blood, you cannot have eternal life within you. But anyone who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. I will raise that person from the, from the dead in the last day. For my flesh is true food and my blood is true drink. Anyone who eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in him. Once again, Lord, we thank you for this promise. These are difficult words for us to understand. We thank you for your full gift, the giving of your flesh, the giving of your blood for the remission of sins. Thank you that you are the river of life and you have invited us to take and taste and see. Thank you for that grace. Thank you for that gift. In Jesus' name, amen.
Young Lee is now going to lead us in a further time of reflection with the river of life. Um, can you hold this paper, Shobi, if you have? And if you haven't grabbed one, I think you can still find it from table out there. Um, I, this is actually when you see this side and the other side is different because I painted uh, on both sides. So what my reflection was that God is looking at us not only our out, outwardly, but also our in, what is in us. So I want you to um, <laughs> think about that. And if you see any light source around you, you can later see that through the light and then what you see. And I want us to, as our uh, worship team, we'll play worship music and we'll just take some pause and ask, ask the Lord to show you and show us um, what does it mean for us to have this fullness, this freshness of the living water in our life and the, the life of Jesus uh, lived through us? So as we do, take your time, and whoever is want to bring, his, bring it to the front and then just put it down here and as an extension of this river flowing. And... I will later on make this uh, river currents, and then there will be more of wherever this river goes, there will be part of the river insulation, and then meet other communities also in the world. So that's just uh, symbolizing our life, the extent, and part of life of Jesus too.
you sing that with me one more time? I will taste and see that you are good. I will taste and see that you are good. I will taste, see that you are good. So we declare it Lord this morning that we can come and be filled and satisfied and that only happens in you and we thank you for your river flowing to us we thank you that we get to participate in that you are so so good to us amen <laughs>